captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam! Welcome back to episode 18 of New Girl, Old Guy, covering episode 19, the great show New Girl. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Allie Lasher, and I am here with the titular old guy, Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how are you? Let's call it uh, New Girl Depressed Guy today. Oh, Kivi, talk to me. We haven't talked in a long time. Yeah, we haven't really talked this week. Let's see if the podcast that, is, is better. Is that why if you're depressed? Talk. Is that why you're depressed? You said that last week, and I don't know that it was better. I think it was good last week. I don't remember. It was a double That's episode. Fine. Hard to judge compared to other episodes. Why are you upset, Keith? Talk, uh, talk just football stuff. No real life problems, but um, very depressing that uh, the Jets won today. And really, I had my hopes set on them picking a certain player. And all these people who tweeted me after, like, a, like normally would be like after your team loses a big game. Ironically, here it's after your team wins a big game. But everyone knows, everyone on Earth knows you're depressed. By the way, like, uh, babies on the street knew, like, that Jets fans wanted to lose today. But the two stupid announcers were like, do you think Jets fans want them to win or lose? Like, earnest discussion about but this. But they have what? to do They have to do that. I remember the Jets, when I watched Jets-Patriots, it's like, they were like, the Jets would be great if they beat the Patriots, but I don't know. Do you think the players are want to lose? Like... No, I of feel course like the players want to win. The players don't. It doesn't help the players if they draft better players next I year. I know. I just think that's like shtick they have to do to keep. Like it's you know it's like the football when they Northwestern had a tough loss on Saturday too. So it's not a great time mm-hmm. for. Yeah, and then I had a lot of money that I could have won if uh, if if the Eagles whatever this is born a lot of this isn't a big football crowd. But okay. this is important to you. We're here at the top oh. of the show to talk about things that. Are yeah, important. so I would have won a few thousand bucks. They are probably and and uh, how much so, can I ask how you, how much you put on the game? To win well, it's 36? more a pool. It's like the pool could have been over, and then I would have won all the money. How much did you have to put up at the top? Uh, the the entry to that pool is one hundred fifty dollars. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there's a few different ways to win, but that would have been a way to win. Anyway, okay, any any hidden immunity idols in that one? No, that's the Chester's fantasy. I've been out of that since week three. I know, I, I know. Chester told me. <sighs> so. Yeah. So whatever. Bad day, but I but I did enjoy this episode of of uh, I was about to say Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> we get to do Family Guy. We'd be here a lot longer if we do an episode by episode. That's of family true. Guy. That show is now. Imagine you're doing a show that's like still on, and you're like, oh, please just let it end because we we're gonna have to go. Is that, that would be funny if there was a Family Guy podcast. I wonder. Can we check if there's a Family Guy podcast? Yeah, we can check. I'm not saying we're gonna do it. Obviously, I'm no. Just, we're definitely not gonna yeah, do it. That's like the last thing we need to be doing. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to worry you're going to quit on this podcast every no, day. No, not at all. I'm here at 2.53 at night, and this like <laughs> didn't even affect my day. Like I got my work done. I went to a friend's to watch the 1 o'clock games. Watch the 4 o'clock games. Like, we know your schedule. That's actually, I'll cut you off. That's the one thing we already know. Is uh, is your Sunday football schedule? I know, but but like I, you know, I make time for this. This was fun. The Bat Room yeah. podcast has done a Family Guy episode. Mm-hmm. But it does not appear. I don't even know what that is. But my it does kids not have. Appear. Yeah. No, go ahead. My kids have never seen um, a here this freaking sweet a a podcast <laughs> that appears to. That's a very good name for a Family Guy podcast. Yeah, freaking sweet a Family Guy podcast that appears to uh, go episode by episode. 
a Mission Impossible. I don't, I don't like. How far into it are they? They're forty. They, but they like just dropped an episode today, so they drop an episode every single week, which is like the first thing you look for with these, because once you miss like more than two weeks, you're, the podcast is over. Um, they just started dirt basically like right before Corona, and they uh, they're going every week. That's impressive. Um, good for those guys. Yeah, uh, check absolutely. Them out. I like that you're I assuming hope not, like, that it's guys. Guys like, is is not gendered. Okay, good for fine. Those guys. Good but for what us. are the chances that guys. one of the podcasters is a woman on the frequency? I don't podcast. know. I am a rare female voice in the challenge podcast world. Ian Reitzman is the guy started. who like posts it, um, but it doesn't say like anything about that. Like the episode description. Do you know? Are about do you know who gets credit for our podcast? For which podcast? On iTunes. Go, go look up old guy. We're like number like five in old guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't don't look at new girl. We're 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 down the tubes and it's new crazy. Girl. We're definitely the number one new girl podcast. So it's weird. We are because we... we're the only. So I don't yeah. understand. Doesn't make any sense. We should call up Tim Apple. But and can you pull it up right now on iTunes? What am I pulling up? Our podcast. Do you remember the name of it? This podcast is called NGOG. No. Type in new girl old guy. And what did it say? Ali Lasher? I'm, I'm no. not typing Pull- Pull it, come on, Akiva. Pull it okay, up. It's a touching moment. Okay, fine. New girl, old <laughs> guy podcast. Um, but while I do no, that, on oh, iTunes, yeah. on iTunes. Can you just follow instructions? Two seconds. Yeah, but while it, like, I don't know, it's going slow for some reason to load app to load iTunes. But while I do that, all of like our family group chats, my kids who have never seen one second of Family Guy, have like a Family Guy logo as like the WhatsApp chats for all the family chats. Why? I don't know. They're like, I don't know. It says Do family. Do you think you're Peter Griffin? No, I don't. The they don't Orthodox, know who Peter. Are you the Orthodox Peter Griffin? It says Ali and Akiva. How nice is that? That's very nice. It said Ali last year. I was like, you know what? No, this is beautiful. Us, a group project. Put your name on the group project. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Did you ever not do a group project but get credit for it? What do you think? No, I think you always helped. Yeah, I'm usually the one doing it. Yeah, that's true. And I've I've already discussed this, but my I you know, my my friend Andrew did a lot of my group projects for me from elementary school Shout through college. Shout out to college. Andrew. Um we have some old business, Peter, mm-hmm. if you'd like to dive in. Sure. It's funny there's a second Family Guy podcast <laughs> called Family Guy Funny Cast that appears to be like worse. I don't know how I could know, but it, it just seems like <laughs> It feels worse. It has a much worse name. Well, it has one bad rating, I guess. Um we got a four-star rating this if week. If you're into absurdist, no dry sense of humor that folds into dead leftist dadism while, and there's a <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein joke in the title. Oh, God. Let's move on. Barely about Family Guy, barely let's a podcast. Move. Two guys who listen to Chapo Trafos. Yes, but this is- Sounds but, like our kind of thing, not the Jeffrey Epstein thing, yeah, but well, barely yeah. talks about Family Guy, because we're- No, we, we talk about month? New Girl way more than I'm sure these people do, but the, the point is- <laughs> How can you They're sure? up to like the same episode, basically, which makes me laugh. Like, there's two Family Guy podcasts, but they're like- up to the exact same point. Like one started and then the other one started, which is exactly what happened with Seinfeld. We were the first person to ever do a week by week Seinfeld podcast, but like I 10 days after us. I could not care less about the schema. 10 days after us, like a more popular uh, Seinfeld podcast started. Well, how do you think we feel about the challenge? We're out here chugging along and then, True. you know, someone who's actually on the show. Right. Well, but that would give them rights. Like, I wouldn't be mad if like, if like Julie. Oh, and when I say, how do we feel? We don't care. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're happy for them. Yeah, very happy. I think I lost you. I, I, oh, I thought I was hoping we lost. Honestly, the seven. No, I'm here. We started. All right, let's do some old business before. We Did get you record? First of all, yeah. Okay, fine. No, I'm not recording back a baby. We're we're without our net. Ooh um, no. Uh, 
did you were you impressed I remembered to say that this was episode 18 of our show? 18 of our show, but 19 of the series. Tri- yeah, how that's do you like tricky. that? I hate it, but we'll get we'll but, catch but up in a few days. You'll feel good because it, what it will be is the only way to denote this on Anchor, shout out to Anchor, is I'm still going to call it, you'll, you won't notice, but other people who listen to the show will notice that it said episode 17 slash 18 with the name Fancy Man Parts 1 and 2 because that's how we call every episode. Next, this week we'll say episode 19, but true heads will know that like the marker where you can indicate what season and episode of your show it is will say season one, episode 18. But that will be the only, the more public persona will be that it's episode 19. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we're going to catch up because we'll do an off-topic episode after season one. All right, small business. This is so funny. So while I was editing the show last week, people know I, I we had plenty of time. Now we're on a weekend record, mm-hmm. so it's much easier for me to edit and do random shit in the editing room, mm-hmm. which I think people like. Yes. Yeah, every, this is a, everyone says this is a well-edited podcast. Don't. Well, not in terms of audio quality, although I did buy myself a new microphone. Yeah. No, I don't think people say that. But yeah, people say not that. Someone it's, said it. Well, but okay. All right. Well but the old business is while I was editing, Liska Savage emailed mm-hmm. me or messaged me and was like, hey, and did you see not only was there a TikTok with the Lamorne Morris whistle in the theme song, which actually doesn't happen in this episode, so you didn't get to hear it. Um, but Lamorne put something on his Instagram where he whistles and like posted it and was like, a lot of people are asking me about this. It's me. And he does the whistle. So I told her, I was like, oh, perfect. I'll do it from the editing room and add it. And then immediately forgot. So that's just an update from last week. Um, let's talk about episode 19 secrets aired on April 3rd, 2012. Keeve, you want to do a little digest for us? Yeah, I'll give you the Keevy's digest for this episode. Um, basically, uh, the CeCe and Schmidt, uh, situation, their, their relationship, that's a secret that Winston just discovered at the very end of the two-parter last week gets blown up. Um, uh, Winston tells Nick, who immediately tells Schmidt, who immediately tells, uh, uh, Jess, who immediately tells Schmidt and uh, everyone knows about it. And we spend the rest of the episode talking about secrets. Jess and CeCe have a fight. Uh, meanwhile, Nick is balancing uh, a, a horde, a, a plethora of college girls, um, and uh, and you know eventually Jessica, uh, Jess, and Cece sort of make up. But the episode ends with Cece having feelings for Schmidt that are not requited uh, as of the end of the episode. Interesting. Did you see that coming, like no. in the Schmidt and Cece of it all? No, I thought maybe Schmidt would have developed feelings and Cece wouldn't. Do you buy it? Are you buying? I mean, we're jumping ahead a little bit. Are you buying this? It's not like completely implausible, but I'm not totally buying it, if that makes sense. Okay. Because of a chemistry thing or just because she's so much better than him? So much better than him. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, that's a nice thing to have at the overarc of the episode. That was a nice tight digest from Keeve, although I like when you go on, you know. Uh, I like it both. Well, this is a very straightforward episode. Uh, This is like a solid, straightforward episode. I didn't even wear my straightforward episode fedora. It's a loose Parks and Rec (laughs) quote. Um, Kelly, so I wanted to set something up at the top of the show I think we should just deal with right away. Kelly provided a great, producer Kelly provided a great question that, that kind of sets it up. Eve, does this episode have the most cringy racist line since Julia had a conversation with a colleague in China? Seems like every scene has something problematic. Mm-hmm. I-, I think we should dress- address the overarching like use of 
lazy and offensive racial humor this episode. But isn't it all? Uh, is there anything that's? N- I'm. I'm uh, is there anything that's outside the CC Indian spectrum that I'm missing? Like, or is it? Or is that? Or or all the racist jokes? Uh, about I want to say Indian. that there were more. I'm saying, am I more... missing something? I'm wondering. I think there was more, but I like didn't even write them down because I mm-hmm. just like, didn't want to deal with them, which mm-hmm. is terrible. I mean, there was sort of the two met- moons have passed. Like, why do you talk like a Native American every oh, time? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, that's true. Uh, and like, I guess I- I'm not the arbiter of what's offensive mm-hmm. and not. Right, but I, I am. feel like there was there was a noticeable uh, increase. Yes. In, and and we'll also say that you know a very like fat phobic uh, hookup played for laughs at the mm-hmm. fact that Schmidt was hooking up with larger women. Yeah. Um. That that we want to be mindful. Yeah. That would like get him do. right. That would and people were like, hey, you know, the show gets very fat phobic. People those. Uh. Th- that girl, by the way, was Israeli. I looked her up. Um. The the uh, right the idea for that was like Schmidt had to start hooking up with like when he fat Schmidt had to start hooking up with. Like bigger girls, and like look how far he's come that he's now dating models. Right, and like now Nick finally has his respect because he's hooking up with an attractive woman. Right. Um. So yeah, I mean, truly not their best work. Definitely gets a rewrite in twenty twenty. Much yeah. deserved. By the way, the uh, Israeli girl wearing a shirt that says "I am Claire." What was that? <laughs> I mean, crushing it. Yeah. Would you wear a shirt that says "I am Allie"? I am Lash, maybe. Actually, there's a there's a vampire book Here called Lash. like Lasher, and the back of it says "I am Lasher." My dad had it; it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Good story, Allie. I'm sure I'll yes. tell it again in the it was seven funny. season journey we're going to be on. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about the cold open. Yes, if we may. Um, Jess comes eagerly running to Cece's apartment to get her training for a charity run. Kelly wants to know what's your pump up soundtrack? Is it an audiobook? I don't strike you as a runner, but do you have pump up jams? Not really. It depends on the mood. You know, like like it could be something. T- tell me about the mood. I don't know. Mood. I'll tell you. What's funny is when I was a kid, if I wanted to get pumped up for something, I always listened to Rage Against the Machine. Now, like you couldn't pay me to listen to Rage Against the Machine, but that was <laughs> oh like. Oh my god, the... little Akiva just like headbanging. I well, I don't think I was headbanging, but like that would be like uh, like killing the name of wake up. Like those would be my pump up music now it's like whatever honestly whatever song i'm listening to the most that's what i'll put on even if it's not like a classic pump up song okay i have a spotify playlist Mm -hmm. called pump up Mm -hmm. that i've been using since i took the lsat in like 2013 Mm -hmm. and then i retired it and then i started using it again can you give us a, a smattering of the songs on that playlist so my number one pump up song which i think this person recently got canceled is mm-hmm. let it rock by little wayne and kevin rudolph okay and who got kevin canceled rudolph. kevin rudolph no you didn't know what little wayne was like promoting trump oh no uh oh yeah you know what like uh, right before the election i forgot too, about that I forgot he about was that. like you know what i don't I'm think gonna, like, i don't think you pronounce the t's in lil wayne but i know okay. that was funny that i, I said it like <laughs> maybe chester wayne. would no he wouldn't say it like that but um yeah so i've pulled up this playlist and it won't let me why won't it let me see the list of it this is i see i never listen to music you can see like i can i not see like the list of songs oh here we go so um god it's it's honestly 
it's just a plethora of canceled people. I haven't listened to this in a while. World's oh, Greatest no. by R. Kelly is on here. Mm-hmm. That that's honestly on Hoodie me. Allen. That shouldn't have been on there then. Yeah. <laughs> Let it rock, Kevin Rudolph and Will Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Domino by Jesse J. This is very of the time. One more time by Daft Punk. Work bit- bitch by Britney Spears, which a lot of these I'd skip through. Work bitch, I was raging to work bitch, waiting for the exam to start in law school. I just want everyone to know that. All I do is win. DJ Khaled, good as hell, Lizzo. Uh, Stronger by Kanye West. My shot from Hamilton got thrown in here. Uh, Run the world, girls. Beyonce, another Kanye West song. Um, and Truth Hurts by Lizzo. So yeah, I'd listened to like five of those on the way there and right before, and I haven't listened to it since. I probably never will. Yeah, and you don't listen to music. You retired from listening to music. I listened to music today. Actually, I listened to show tunes because it made me think like, why don't I? And I had a great time listening to show tunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured it would be show tunes. No, but it normally wasn't. That was inspired by you. Okay, so I, I brought you, I brought the show tunes back. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know. Are the care. plays that were running since you're like this Broadway maven now? Or the plays that were running. Um, a lot when... of people were upset I cut that out. You Do you know that I cut out that part? Oh, yeah, but it was very boring. It was very boring last I week. It was boring, and I did a voiceover of, like, this was boring, and all you miss is, like, Akiva fake snoring, and, like, that's it. But mm-hmm. people were like, what were the shows? Yeah, uh, but my question is, when Broadway comes back, are, like, the shows that were on still going to be there? you're gonna make me cut this out i mean the the short answer is a lot no and some yes the ones that have big big funding like your hamilton is gonna be there mm-hmm. uh music man with sutton foster and hugh jackman has is still expecting to open when it can open so the the heavily funded favorites will still open and will still be there and a lot of shows have announced that they're closing okay uh, uh, moving on from the Broadway minute. Question: If I offered you a million dollars to tell you to name one of the three shows that I named in the part that I cut out, could you do it? Dear Evan Hansen. Okay, good job. Um, do, do you owe me a million dollars? Because I, I lost thirty-six hundred dollars. Okay, if fine. I offered you a million yeah. dollars, um, I knew you'd get that one. One and and for ten million, could you do either of the other? Wicked. Two? No. Yeah, that was a good guess, The though. wickedly talented. <laughs> if I if I'd make it a Del Dezim reference, anyone? Okay, let's move on because I'm not cutting this out. We said last week we wouldn't have cuts, and it was like the most cuts I've ever had to make. Mm-hmm. All right, so Cece gives her the runaround, basically pushes her out by saying, my model friends accidentally ate a cookie, and now they're upset. Two questions for you. One, Matt Stewart says, how do you accidentally eat a cookie? So we'll go to the expert, Akiva Winokur. And then two, um... We're in Cece's apartment for the first time. I don't really see a reason that Schmidt couldn't have been there. Sort of a continuity issue from the from the where do we have sex of it all. Why Schmidt couldn't have been in the apartment? Like, Remember when there's a whole episode about how they have to sneak in to yes. Jess's apartment? Yes, I guess they're apartment? getting more... First of all, they just got caught. So I think they know they're about to get busted for real. Like once Winston knows... It's, have they really sat down with Winston and said like... You're never you're never speaking of this again. I don't think that conversation. Happened. I'm just saying. Well, no, they do because they say, "Well, I'll tell them that you sing Wicked in the car if you tell anyone about this." Right. Oh, that's where I was thinking about Wicked from. I think that. <laughs> I. Yeah, but you know what? They're getting more daring. We saw last week. Like they're just they're getting more daring. So it it sort of tracks. And also, like maybe there are times you just can't have a fella over. It seems like a pretty wild apartment. I mean, she made it sound like they live in bunk beds in like a model place. Like mm. she has an apartment. She's got yes. a room. Mm, just saying okay but so you, how do you accidentally eat a cookie i think like you've never like just been sitting there and start eating i think that's i accidentally ate a cookie uh 
on Passover, I went to a, my non-Jewish grandmother kept a cookie jar and I was like mm-hmm. eight years old. I went to visit. I ran as I would do right to the cookie jar, grabbed one, put it in my mouth, took a bite and mm-hmm. on contact immediately burst into tears. Aww. And my poor dad had to be like, it's OK. Like, God understands. You're not going to get like, smoked. Nothing will happen. Exactly. Like nothing will happen. It's like it was the most hysterical thing looking back. But I was mm-hmm. very shamed. Yeah. I accidentally ate on a fast day once. Not one of the major ones, but I so I, I remember that. My I caught my dad eating pretzels on I want to say Yom Kippur. Yeah. And, to be uh, fair, he's not Jewish. Well, so. that's the joke of it. Yeah. Is like I mean, he wasn't not Jewish, but he wasn't Jew- like you know what I mean. Yeah. He wasn't he was just like Jewish eating practice, on Yom Kippur. He observed. Yeah, he observed. Yeah, but he was literally not Jewish. Well, that was what was so funny is yeah. like I come in, I'm like ten, I see him with his hand literally in the pretzels. I'm like. Dad, you're not supposed to be eating. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know. Like, he did a George Costanza, like, I got to plead ignorance on this one. (laughs) And it's like he gets away with it. Like, oh, after 20 years of being with your mother, I I didn't know this. (laughs) (laughs) And after being at Temple for, like, six hours this morning. Mm -hmm. What a trooper. My my mistake. What a trooper. Six hours at Temple. He showed up and showed out. You're in there all day. That's wild. That you're in there all day? No, I mean, it's wild that, like, you know, it, it, like, some some men would have been like, you know what, that's your thing. You take the kids. I'm oh, a lot home. of my friends' Jewish dads didn't go. Of course, but I'm saying, like, he probably could have gotten away with not going, but he, he, he you know, that's, I feel like that's a baller move. Not only did he go, but he, mm-hmm. like, there's three tiers of seats in my synagogue. It's, like, the permanent seats, then the, like, cushioned, like, events one that they add you know, from, like, the social hall that they, yeah. like, add another row. Sure. And then they have, like, the crappy folding chairs in the back. That's, For the Johnny Come Lately's for people who come for bar mitzvahs and stuff. Yeah, so it's, like, when you arrive, and my dad used to yell at my mom, like, we're getting there when it starts because I'm not sitting on a folding chair. Like, you want to be here all day? Ooh. Like, we have to get there and be there. <laughs> like, he would, like, be very adamant. Like, if you're going to do it, we're going to do it right. And, like, I want to be on a comfortable chair while I'm sitting here all day. That's fine. I'm not waltzing in, you know, right before the sermon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, strict. Okay, who cares about No, I think that, that was interesting. Um, to you, have, but yeah. you're... <laughs> so you don't read. Do you, do you listen to uh, audiobooks? Because she's read? she's listening to a Diane Keaton autobiography. What do you mean I don't read? You told me you don't read books. Well, because my whole job is reading. Yeah, but I, not like... You're not reading novels for your job. I mean, I'm reading... I'm reading a lot. Um... Do I listen to audiobooks? You know, I tried to get into it. I also like bought a couple audiobooks that were recommended um, about like being being anti-racist, and I listened to those. I don't love an audiobook generally. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't listened to any other audiobooks since. I bought I got two from like for free from Audible, and I did listen to them in the same way I consume a podcast. I think it's like more attention is required for an audiobook. And I, like, am just programmed to not pay that much attention when I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah, Is fair enough. Is it weird to say on a podcast? No, no, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. You, Rob um, Cesternino, famously huge audiobook guy. Loves audiobooks, Rob. Yes. I don't know if he ever loves reads a... Loves the slop. <laughs> yeah, lives in the slop. His mother was an audiobooker. His, yeah, his um, mother was an audiobook. The, um, I, by the way, I have a note that says, uh, because she, there, she's talking about how uh, the, in the Diane Keaton audiobook, she's, like, just filmed for Wives Club. First Wives Club was a big deal when it came out. Why doesn't anybody talk about the movie anymore? Like, how come that doesn't have stands on Twitter, First Wives Club? And have you ever seen it? I don't it? even know what that is. I mean, okay, I've first, heard of it. Yeah, I, it, but that's the point. Like, it, it should have been... It was like the number one movie the week it came out. It was a big deal. It is... Um, should we put it in the crappy movie diaper? 
No, because I think it's considered good. It's Diane Keaton, Goldie Hawn, and Bette Midler, and they're all divorced, and they're all like trying to get revenge on their ex-husbands who have left them for younger women. And that's Stephen Collins, being a people who are canceled, Victor Garber, and Dan Hedaya, uh, who I think is like Orthodox adjacent. Um and uh all right mike put this on the list we'll put it on the list and they're uh they're the 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 women they've been left for the young women are Marsha gay harden elizabeth berkeley and sjp that seems right yeah so it's like uh anyway it had a it was a it was a big they should remake it now with those three women as the women who get left yeah berkeley Marsha gay harden and well it would be hard to get sjp but i think that's a very good idea what's she up to you could get her she and actually like had a loaded, show opening though. on Broadway with Matthew Broderick, and that never happened because of COVID. Well, I don't think you you need uh, Stephen Collins anymore. You could probably get Hedaya and Victor Garber. Oh, Victor Garber's very around. Yeah, he's around, but he, like, he's had a career. I saw Victor Garber at... My mom's a big celebrity approacher. Really? I told this. No, I oh, didn't know this. huge. And doesn't know or recognize anyone. But my dad recognizes and remembers everything. And and theater people are big approachers because you're sort of trained that like a you might see people in the theater with you mm-hmm. like I've seen a lot of like Jonah Hill sat behind me at a show I went to mm-hmm. like right behind me what a flex um, you had better tickets yeah keep going oh god he was so nice um so then but I don't say hi to anyone but like you see people in the theater district if you're a theater fan and like there's a stage door opportunity where like Alec Baldwin came out of a show we saw and like goes and greets everyone at the stage door. Not everyone does it, but it's like a theater It's called tradition. stage dooring, right? right. I mean, so remember, my sister's a super fan. Right. So there's like a more, I'm just like saying it for context. We're global, baby. People don't mm-hmm. know this, but I'm just saying. No, I know. There, there's more accessibility in theater to the sure. actors. That's the whole yes. point of theater. So my mom is like, if you see, spot a celebrity, we saw once, we saw Gabe from The Office, my brother and I recognized at some theater event, and like mm-hmm. my brother and I had words about it, and we're like, oh, cool. And my mom was like, who did you just recognize? And we're like, no one you even remotely know. Not only have you not heard of the show The Office, but he's like a minor character added. I feel like by now she's probably the seen The Office. No, no, of course not. She, she's like, never heard of it? It's like the number one show. I think she's heard of it, but like Gabe, like Gabe Lewis from The Office, like fun to see with your brother and like that's it. You're not going to like approach. Whatever. Right, I agree. So... So she will get mad, and I will always do that to her. Like, after we leave a place, I'll be like, oh, that was X person there. And she'll be like, how could you not tell me? How could you not tell me? But does she embarrass you? What does she do? Yeah, she goes up to them. She'll ask stage door managers, like, who's in the crowd tonight? Like, stage, like, like, Usher. She's like, anyone famous here tonight? Like, she's like, she has no shame. Like, she's just, you know, she's a bubbly Jewish woman. And... She's like, right, oh, one time Jason Alexander was doing like a reading that she went to and she somehow happened to be backstage or like pushed her way backstage because she saw him and she was like, Jason, like, hi, you were amazing. My mother, my, my husband and my daughter love you and are huge fans and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, great, thanks. And then like everyone started to realize that like she didn't know anyone there, that like she didn't belong to be there. <laughs> and they were like, um, like, who are you with? But she just like pretended to know Jason Alexander personally and ended up like having a chat with him because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine I, having no shame. Like imagine living your life I like can't, that. I can't. It I would couldn't make... imagine. My dad, I spent my whole life because my dad is very social and he like knows everyone where I grew up. Uh, on Long Island, and he, he's like Mr. Social. If he doesn't know you, he asks where you are. So like, 
I would like the first time he ever saw me with a girl, he would like go over and like ask for her whole family history, just because like that's what he does. Um, and it was very embarrassing. I, like there was at least one girl I can remember who like like wrote me off because like it was it was insane. But uh, I have like a nice like. It was. It's almost like my dad was nothing like that and was like embarrassed, but like he liked having her as like the sort of yin yang. Like he, she got him a lot of places because she'll just like go in and take a picture with Jason Alexander, and then everyone will be like, "Who, who knows this woman?" And then she leaves the photo and she doesn't care. But the reason I'm saying this is Victor Garber was at some show in Chicago with us. My mom calls my dad and is like, Victor Garber's here. And my dad is like basically in an earpiece being like, you saw him in Sweeney Todd. You saw him in this. You saw him in this. And then she goes over, having just been prepped. I loved you in Sweeney Todd, having had no recollection of even seeing the show, much less seeing him. So uh, that's, you know, just talking about my mom. I'll edit mm-hmm. most of this out. No, it's fascinating. Um, <laughs> it's like, well, how did I? End oh, oh, by the way, I, so I this am the scene, product of both of them. This, yes, this scene has one of the funnier lines uh, so far in the series. Which Jew is, in the couch. Yeah, which is his <laughs> one of her uh, Eastern European model roommates when Schmidt uh, comes out of hiding as Jess leaves says Jew in the couch, uh, and she said, "Hey, that's not how we talk. You have to be like a proper American." American manners. <laughs> yeah, a Jew person in the couch. Do you have to do that to like Noam? Do you have to be like American manners? No, because Israelis are very. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll give it to you straight. Yeah. No, your kids give you the three finger like with the thumb, everything Not but my the pinky. Kids. Well, you don't have kids, but like the. <laughs> but hopefully one day they will give you this. But it's like the. I don't know how to. It's like all three of your middle fingers facing you and your thumb facing the fingers, and like you hold them together. Uh, it, it's like wait a minute. Let's say you were on the. They were on the phone and you're trying like. And the first time, like your kid does that to you, it's like what? Like, Wait, like a I'd... fake middle finger? Like they like not? A, shake... It's not a middle finger. It's all three of your your non pinky right, like, and thumb. But they like shake their hand at you in anger with three fingers. With yeah, them. like wait a minute, buddy. Um, oh, 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 oh! Like, well, I, they give you the hand. They give you the hand, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I, well, Israelis are famously very direct and will just say things that, like, you would never say in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people will ask you, like, how much money you make and sorts yeah, of questions. Yeah, nothing to, I, like, had an Israeli friend in law school and he was like, I got an A. Like, what'd you get? And you're like, oh, you don't talk about that. Oh, really? In law school you don't talk about grades? Not if you don't suck. Or if you're not Israeli. Like, if you're an international student, you get a pass. I guess I was always, like, such a mediocre student that it, it would have bothered me if someone didn't tell me their grades. Um, also, right. we had a small school. We just like go go to like the secretary and like oh look, their prison's transcripts there. The I saw all my friends' transcripts. Grades are so touchy and everything's so competitive. Like you're yeah, on a street it's probably different than high school. Like, literally competing for the same job. So like you just kind Fair. of like don't Fair. be a jerk. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm really been off track. You've been doing great. Um, did you expect Schmidt? Did you see him in the sofa? Now, like with fresh eyes, I like see the sofa all messed up yeah i didn't notice it i assumed he was in the room i mean you you sort of know he's there but um i didn't realize he would be in the couch but that was very funny um all right winston has a secret back at the loft and nick is like do not tell me do not tell me do not tell me and winston just bursts out uh that schmidt and cc are sleeping together nick here credit to jake johnson to me for me his physical response to this is so hysterical, like his initial grimace. And then he was like, wait a minute, he thinks about it. And he goes back to the grimace. Like, I just love that journey he takes us on in the reaction. I'd love to see the script for that. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. He, Nick is very good in this episode. He's good in every episode. Yeah, this is one of his better episodes, though. Um, Sarah wants to know, are you good at keeping your friend's secret? 
Yeah. And also, have you ever had a friend's secret that you failed to keep? Mm, if I ever if I ever failed to keep a secret, it wasn't like a tier A secret, but it would be if the person was not clear about like how big of a secret it was. Okay. You know what I mean? You remind me of my friend Terry, because this question for Sarah, what it brought up for me. I mean, I definitely feel like I'm a good secret keeper, even though I have a reputation for tweeting our conversations like, you yeah, don't those, tell me I, secrets, secret. which you should. You don't tell me secrets. Like, you. why would you? But, weird. like, if you did, mm-hmm. I wouldn't... And, and just generally, like, I feel like I have a good barometer, and you may not agree, let me know, of, like, what's appropriate for public consumption and what I wouldn't repeat. Yeah, probably. I don't think you're terrible at it. There's probably things like, oh, I can't believe you tweeted that, but there's... I don't yeah, know if there's... Yeah, but that's like was a... Was there ever every, anything where I said you need to delete it? Um, I don't think so. Maybe one. And even that was, like, wouldn't ruin my life if you had left it up there yeah but it's like you know it's like i don't i don't anything you say that would have consequences to you i don't i don't blow up mm-hmm. and my friends who do i'm a very trustworthy person however i i was gonna say i have advice of like if you ever get caught telling a secret the best most def- like exactly what you just said my friend terry i told her something in college it gets all around my sorority i come back i'm like terry what the hell like i literally just told you this and she was like oh did you want me to keep that a secret? I didn't. I'm. I'm so sorry, Lash. Like I didn't. I didn't know, and I was so disarmed by it because you expect someone to be completely defensive, right? And just the fact, like exactly, if you're like, oh, well, I didn't know it was a secret. Like that's mm-hmm. you. You kind of stole my mojo. And now you just don't tell her secrets anymore. No, I still do. I, she won that. Like, yeah, okay. I guess I didn't theoretically say. I mean, we don't live in a sorority house anymore, so it's like a lot harder for her to tell people. But true. It's just like. Also, I feel like as an adult, you don't, like, have secrets anymore. Yeah, that's like, true. I don't care. Let, let anyone see whatever. Who cares? It's true. I agree. Live, I'll live on cam at this point. <laughs> I don't know that anyone wants to watch that, but... No, of course not. That's my point. Like, there's nothing interesting going on here. Um. All right. MJ says, what's your secret-keeping style? Calm, casual, like CC, sweaty, like Nick, solid attempt, like Winston. Well, the worst is the people who say they have a secret, but they can't say it. That's exactly what you do. No, I don't do that. I've never you done that. You did that on their Among Us stream no, yesterday. No, I said I, I had like a I had like a line, and but it was like too nerdy to say. That's not a secret. But the energy of it's the same. Yeah, the energy is like... the same. But I would never be like I have a secret, but I can't tell you. You di- okay? I'll remember that. All right, noted. I'm Next time I do it. Noted. Next time you do it, call me out noted. on it. Noted. Noted. Okay. Um, I like Nick's approach of just like please do not tell me. I don't want to know. Yeah, I'm no, that's very that I'm very self aware. I actually do like that too. Um. Okay. Nick's back is sweaty. That's his straight tell. I have nothing like that. I love Jess here. I'm thinking to myself, like, we've been sort of tracking when does Jess go from new girl to just the girl. Like, the fact that Jess, who hasn't been living there that long, knows that Nick has a tell that he has sweat back. Like, Mm -hmm. to me, I was like, oh, okay, she's, again, not the new girl anymore. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think she's been in a while. Like, just the idea, like, oh, my God, my roommate, my very good friend, you know, and my best friend are sleeping together. This is so bothersome. Like that, you know, that's something that why would she care about if she had just moved in necessarily? You surprised Schmidt not angry here. Schmidt and Cece don't seem to be angry at Winston for telling. Well, like maybe it's what, what if, you're saying. The jigs what up. if what if somebody found out like, hey, like Johnny has like a hundred million dollars in the bank and then, hey, Johnny, like you just made a hundred million dollar deal. Like he's supposed to be embarrassed. Like he's like, yeah, yeah. Give me five. Like what do you know what I mean? Like Schmidt has nothing to be embarrassed about. It's really Cece who was embarrassed by him, if you remember. Yeah, no, no. Ex- I'm not surprised about Schmidt. This is the highlight of Schmidt's life. 
Yeah, like he's happy that of... he he's happy that people know. He, the only reason he didn't tell people because it would affect it continuing, in, you know, in his mind. When Jess calls the sit down meeting with Cece and Schmidt, and he says it started at one one o three a.m. February fifteenth, right on schedule. Any surprise that there's no connection at all made in this episode to that being the night that Jess tried to sleep with Schmidt? What's the Jess question? seems to have no recognition. So, so the night, if you'll recall, the night, the morning of Valentine's Day, that's when Schmidt and Cece got together. That's yeah. the same night that Jess went with the hundred condoms to yes, Schmidt's correct. room, mm-hmm. and like it almost to me when I'm watching it, and he says it started 1:03 a.m. February 15th. That I'm surprised there wasn't sort of recognition, and then a storyline that Jess is like, "Oh shit, that's when I tried to hook up with Schmidt." And Interesting. Told Cece that. Interesting. I do. I want now that you're saying that. I don't know, but like. I wonder if that will ever come into play. I mean, it's it, it's hard to like go back there in a sitcom. Like we're not going to be like previously on new, you know what I mean? But right. uh, that is an interesting point for sure. I sort of don't remember if it comes up again. I assume it doesn't because only because like this is the time he's giving you one o three a.m. February fifteenth, and like I feel like right. He would have said Valentine's Day have... night, you know, or she would have said, "Oh, that's Valentine's Day." Interesting. Yeah, or like that's night. why she's mad. Like it, it becomes clear as the episode goes on. Like she's not mad because she had anything for Schmidt or feels embarrassed or is like, "CC, I told you I tried to hook up with him and you didn't tell me." You know what I mean? So like all of the storylines that could have been parsed out weren't. So I don't know how they go back after this episode, but. We'll mm-hmm. see together because I don't remember. Yeah, TBD. Um, is Jess overreacting or is she acting appropriately to this information? Uh, overreacting. I mean, listen, have you ever – did I ask you this is last week? Have you ever been shocked by a couple? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I think I cut this out, though. But oh, okay. I did you ask did you last ask week. Me. I don't remember what I cut out, but you did ask me about it. But I think I've been shocked by a couple – but I don't. I've never felt betrayed. You never really by cared. Yeah, it was like, oh my god, that is big news. But not like my world is over. But which, by the way, Winston is Winston together. is more shook up than Jess. Jess is more mad that she didn't know than that it's happening. Once she well, finds out, Jess's issue is the secret. Winston's issue is that it's happening, even at the end of the episode. Um, I think Winston has the more appropriate reaction of just like. How did this guy get this girl? Which honestly, this is what I should have said last week. That's the whole basis of lash tweet of lash theory. <laughs> that's the whole basis of lash tweets. That's the basis of lash theory is being shocked by couples getting together. So like, yes. So I more connect with Winston's side of things, which is just like, how did a great woman like Cece, and not that they've painted her to be so great, get with someone like Schmidt? Jess is where I sort of have some confusion. I think Sarah here made a good case for why Jess is mad. My reaction to this episode was like, Jess is acting insane. Like the only rationale for why Jess would be this upset is if she like likes him. Um, which I don't think becomes the case at the end of the episode. But Sarah says, honestly, I don't get the secrecy of the whole CC Schmidt thing. It's just that she's, is it just that she's embarrassed to be with him? I get keeping it a secret in the beginning when you don't know where it's going and it's not a big deal, but it's been at least months now. I'm team Jess here. Am I crazy? So I guess Jess is coming from like, you're my best friend. And it's kind of annoying that you're messing up my roommate dynamic because if things get messed up, you won't be like coming around here or whatever. And I'll have to take your side. But also we're friends and you should have told me. So I think I would be hurt, but I wouldn't carry on for days on end about it. Yeah, it would be like the interesting thing that happened that day. It wouldn't affect your week or your month. 
I certainly wouldn't here. stop talking to her. Like it seems yeah. like Jess is like not wanting to talk to her about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's that that's a little crazy. Oh, by the way, uh, along the lines of what I said that Schmidt just wants to be celebrated, he literally says, "Can we take a moment to celebrate me?" Which is very funny and really in character for what he would say. I agree. I thought that that was appropriate and funny and in character for what he would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like jostling, like nudging me on our last fight about whether. No, no, no. I, well, no. I mean, but it is interesting to like see in general Will Schmidt's in character, and that certainly is within in character. At the same time, here Nick is like juggling twenty-one-year-old girls. I guess they don't really say it, but like dating back to the last two episodes with the with uh, what's the douchey college professor's name? Dirk, I think. With Dirk, yeah. Um, I guess Dirk is not a major character going forward. If you just think his name is Dirk, um. And, uh, and sorry, I don't remember every character's name immediately (laughs) at the top of my head. I think I've mixed up Winston and Schmidt's names like five times. Like, Mm -hmm. sue me. There's a thousand characters. Mm -hmm. Do you know any good lawyers? Um, I think the, uh, so uh, the, the woman, the girl wants to look in Nick's phone, (laughs) which is, I guess, like a, um, I guess like a a telltale sign of, uh, like a stereotype of a 21 year old girl in 2009. It's like, oh, they don't trust you and want to look at your phone. Uh, I'm sure Allie's never gone through a gentleman's phone before, of course. But uh, he, rather than let her look through it, throws it and breaks it. Although Nick famously has a lot of phone troubles. So this is probably a $5 phone or something. Well, it was a very funny thing. No, Matt Stewart was like, was Nick even using the phone Russell gave him? Like, did did Nick immediately break the Russell phone? But I don't know that that was an iPhone. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we need to talk about this storyline, right? Because it's sort of like, first, Justin Ramsey says, Nick's 2012 cough etiquette, yikes, uh, yeah. mask emoji. Yeah, it's so different now. <laughs> um, but, like, it was kind of confusing. Is he just, like, coughing so he doesn't have to talk? I mean, I said last week, you'd learn a lot about how a date went by the way a guy ends a date. So despite Nick saying, yeah, I'll call you, coughing, not a great sign. Just gonna say. Um, why is this storyline grosser than it is or is it like is it just that the actresses don't look so much younger than him like this should be a disgusting story that nick at like 30 is like scamming on college girls and wants a lesson on like how to hit it and quit it with multiple women and lie to them like true i watching this now with like a critical eye was like oh my god like if this was your friend if you had a friend who was well? That's not a like, good question to ask me. <laughs> a thirty-year-old friend or twenty-nine? I'm not talking about anyone in particular. If you think there's like an inside joke here, um, for me at least, the but like going after uh, Juilliard seniors. Allie loves Juilliard, so she would respect that. Or NYU or Columbia seniors in the city. I Hunter. think I edited the Juilliard part out of last oh, okay. episode. But everyone knows you love Juilliard. It's come yeah. up before. Um, <laughs> then, I, yeah, it's creepy. It, it is creepy. Even if it's, like, legal, it's very creepy. And so I think it's, like... And to do act- it regularly. It's not like you met at a party and it's, like, one-time thing. Like, this is who you're going after. And and it's not like you're trying to date them and you end up being sort of serial about it. Like, mm-hmm. his whole mission is, like, how do I continue to circle through women who are nine to ten years younger than me or more um, and manipulate them into that being okay? Like, it's not, this is a great episode for Nick in terms of laughs, but it's really not a great episode for Nick in terms of character. So it's very interesting, like, how they pulled this off. I mean, he's a really likable guy so far. He gets good laughs. He's a, he has likable writing. He's an attractive guy, which never hurts, unfortunately. 
And I think they cast women who don't look 19. So I think that's how our heads. Yeah, I, they, I think the actresses are into their 20s. It, the actresses at at the race aren't necessarily college girls. Also, they're roommates. Right. So they could be like, for, you know, certainly further into their 20s. Um, all right. One thing I the blonde woman who is he breaks his phone over. She's she actually is in 30 Rock later. I looked up all of the. the oh, yeah. That's Katrina Bowden. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So um, do, uh, very confusing that she's wearing sort of like a sorority sweatshirt over a sequin skirt. It like it would stand to reason that she'd be wearing like one of Nick's sweatshirts. Like, does she carry a sweatshirt out with her that night? I, I, I struggle <laughs> to believe she would. Yeah, I out. also was wondering that. <laughs> um, we don't get that answer. Spoiler alert. And maybe she brings an overnight bag. I don't know. She didn't have a bag. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, who knows? Um, all right, so so Nick is going to go to Schmidt for help for, like, basically douchebag schools. I, I want to note that he seems to be running reverse drills. Like, in a way, they're running their own drills, but it's not, you know, in a way that I would endorse. Um, yeah, listen, you are the queen of drills, but I I, I don't know. I, uh, you think they're running drills on Nick? Well, Schmidt is running drills, like, on how to literally right. running drills. Yes, yes, workshop. Schmidt is, yeah, but he's asked, yeah, he asked him to, he's the teacher. Schmidt is the, the, the Dirk in this situation. Are you a good liar, Akiva? I don't think so. The only thing I lie about, and I'm honest about the fact that I lie about this, and I tell my <laughs> wife this, the only thing I lie to her about is food. Like, I will, and it's lying by omission. It'll, if she says, like, where did you go for lunch today, I'll tell her. But if she does, if she goes out with the kids the whole day, I won't say like, "Hey, I went to like this place that you wouldn't want me to go," or you know, because like I'm trying to lose weight or whatever, or like eating two lunches. <laughs> like she <laughs> left me lunch, but then I also went out. That sort of thing. So that I'm open about, you know, sneaking candy. I'm open that I lie about it. I'm open that like line. I will not That's, be. Put that on our tote bag. I'm open yeah. that I lie about it. Like, uh, you know, you she'll open up my drawers. There'll be some, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> M&Ms I know the chunky use. that left these chunkies. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so uh, that so that I am probably okay at, but it's also not a big deal. Like I, I you know, at this point, it's been so long. Like I still lie because I'm a baby, but I openly lie, and it's like it doesn't really matter if I get caught. So you keep it SSV, short, simple, vague, in, yes. in that you don't say anything. Exactly, exactly. But she I, is a very good. One of the problems is like if I let's say right now I was sne- I mean right now she's I think asleep. Maybe she'll tell me she heard this in an hour. But like from a lot of rooms away, like if she she has superhuman hearing. So like if I start like crinkling, like, let's say a a candy bar, she will be like, what was that? (laughs) And then I have to like, do I like have a backup? Do I say like, oh, it's a rice cake or, you know, like, what do I do there? (laughs) What do I do? It's tricky. That's no, that's the cookie crunch. It could only be Twix. It's not rice cake. Mm hmm. Uh, I'm very Seinfeld quoty today. I think because I haven't done a patron podcast in a while. Uh, I like what happened to your phone. Jesus took it as a first reaction for mm-hmm. Nick's lies. Um, I do want to say I, I am. I think I'm a, t- a talented liar, I'm a skilled liar in like ga- games. I don't lie in real life. Ever. I don't. I don't feel the need to lie. About what about anything. lying to not hurt somebody's feelings? Well, you tell me, Akiva. No, but there are situations, <laughs> and like I'm like maybe not the person you're like delicate with, but like if someone was like, "Hey, why that boy break up with me?" and it was like you was like, "Oh, he wasn't attracted to you," you wouldn't be like, uh, you wouldn't lie about that. I'm never 
were in a position to know that, right? Like, as a female friend, I'm not in a position to know. Okay, fine. But it's just but, an example. But I, There's but no, a thousand I, examples. I have an example from literally, like, this last weekend, like, last week. Mm-hmm. Like, I am the friend who's going to give it to you real of, like, this guy's trash. I get it. I relate. I've done the same thing. I don't judge you. If you go back to him, it's okay. You know, like, I'm supportive. But I will say, like here's maybe what you shouldn't have done, but, like, here's what he did, too. You know, I'm I'm the real... And, like, so some people don't hit me up all the time because you have your friends. Like, I have friends who I go for the real deal, and I appreciate it, and then I have friends who I go to who are going to, no matter what I say, tell me, you're the greatest thing ever, you're amazing. So I, I am just the friend that's like, if you want to really work it out, I'll come to me and we can work it out. Yeah. But I'm also I'm also the cheerleader friend, so it's like, yeah, I guess, like... If I saw someone in a play, I wouldn't be like, ooh, your performance really needed work. But I am generally proud of my friend. Even if I don't like the material or it wasn't the best, like, I have, like, friend goggles on. And I just, like, love what my friends are doing. So I, I don't f- feel like I lie about things. No, I don't think you're a liar also. I've never, I've never thought you lied to me. I will say I agree with Schmidt that work is a very good excuse for things. I don't use it. I don't. I'm I'm fortunate oh, enough to never have I did to lie too. about it. Yeah, because you're always working. Because I'm. I would working. say like I need to work, and like it would be like, well, in the next six hours, I'm going to do one hour of work. But like I need to work. That I would do also. Be very that's general. Reliable. About I mean, you can't just say I have plans. Like, I hey, the in laws want to go on a on a field trip with the kids. Like, all right, you guys stay home. I have to work, even if work is like twelve minutes. Now, does podcasting fly in your house as a work excuse, or no? You, yes. you have to work. Okay. I mean, I don't say work if my kids are like. If I ever had the podcast, like, when my kids wanted to do something, like, if I was podcasting during dinner or something, they'd be like, why aren't you eating dinner with us? I'd be like, well, podcast is work. Gotcha. But, but um, and then they'd be like, well, NGOG is not monetized, so it's not where they would not say that. It just would be funny <laughs> if they said that. I'll train Noam um, to say it next time mm-hmm. he's on the stream. Please stream. Um... All right, so now the stories sort of converge, right? Jess shows up in the loft, and she's like, no more secrets. And this is sort of the spiral that's, like, way too far. I can't keep another secret, and Nick used your blanket as a napkin, and, oh, yeah, Schmidt said Winston's going full Mary Poppins, and he's full Poppins, and is going to be a nanny the rest of his life. Well, yeah, want to hear something? Schmidt thinks about Jess when he's having fun with himself. Yeah, and then apparently all of them do. Well, he thought about bangs, and her face just appeared beneath them. (laughs) That's a great line. Yeah, that is funny. I mean, this I could take or leave. It was a funny moment, but it's like, then she puts on the snowsuit. The best part of it is when she's wearing the ski jacket and the mask to, like, protect from everyone thinking of her like that. Yeah. Uh, Nick's like, actually, uh, could you say the ice roads are too dangerous? You're going to have to turn back, Chief. That's a very specific fantasy. I loved that from Nick. It's very funny. I absolutely loved that. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a little creepy. I agree. That storyline doesn't really, that bit doesn't really go anywhere. She brings it up a bunch more times. Uh, it's like a it's like a thing in life that's, like, true, but also it's, like, creepy. And, um, and to go to the point you were making about, like, oh, or I was making, I guess, about, like, what kind of friend I am, you do have to ride the line between appearing judgmental and giving someone the business because it's, this conversation read, rang very true to me where Cece's like, look, Jess, you tell me all of your secrets, because I, like, receive them, but you don't do anything stupid. So, like, when I tell you my stuff, you judge me. And I definitely have friends who I'm that friend for where they're crazier than me. And I have friends where I'm crazier than them. And it's, like, mm. it does – that rings true. 
Well, we should have the ones who are crazier than you on. We've done a podcast with the ones who are crazier than me. I'm teasing. So the uh, Jess, speaking of uh, so people doing something crazy, Jess is like outside working out at this point, and uh, Cece like sees her, and Jess runs into a moving van and then then close it. Like no, just, that's it. Just like a Family Guy style gag to bring up Family Guy again. Yeah, very cartoon. Very cartoony, and like the, yeah, there's no payoff there. Um, they they bring up ideas of things that Jess used to tell uh, Jess, but she would judge her like weird secrets. And one of them was like, "Well, he had his hand in Elmo. That does not hold up well, I believe. <laughs> that guy is super canceled, I think." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a rough episode for the mm-hmm. times. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, yeah. What else is happening? That then Nick has two girls come over at the same time, right? One of them has a circle scarf. Yeah, I do love the. Can I just pay you for the scarf? She's like, yeah, it was twenty five dollars. He's like, all right, no, forget it. I'll help it's you funny because it. I don't. I, you like you sort of guess the joke in your head, and he says that is like, you know, you think like, oh, that's like much cheaper than I thought. Like uh, maybe the joke she's gonna be like, oh yeah, it's a thousand dollars, twenty five dollars. But like, oh yeah, you forget that's very true to the character. Like Nick has no money right now. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I do love Jess saying, are you even against MS anymore? You know, like they, she goes over the top. Mm-hmm. Cece and, and Jess are in a huge fight. The two women are in a huge fight over Nick. And Winston breaks up both fights with a great line that Saturdays are for sleeping. That's really true to Keeb's life. True. Oh, my God. I slept. <laughs> I fell asleep Friday night at like nine. And I woke up for lunch. And I, then I went back to sleep, and I woke up, like, at 5 p.m. So I really slept from 9 to 5, except for a break for lunch. Can I tell you how lovely it was to be surprised at your presence at Kirsten's stream on Saturday? Okay. Well, yeah. we normally oh, discuss it ahead of time. Yeah, we would know us. that, like, yeah, we would know that we, are, we, we were going. But also, it's like... I don't know. We hadn't really talked, so but yeah, I don't we know hadn't why. Talked and I didn't know who, and I didn't know anyone who was coming. No, and neither then it was did just I. Also. Like I hear Keeve, I'm like, oh, Keeve is here. Mm-hmm. It was nice, nice surprise. Maybe that's why there was 11 people. Maybe it's just like, oh, they're like, well, they could just play as a team. They're like one well, person. Were you invited <laughs> on Saturday morning last minute? Um, so I, th- I don't remember. Because then I, you'll know if you're the eleventh person. Um, I think here. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Do, uh, do you think? Do I think that? Um, CC having a motorcycle comes up again the rest of the series. You're because asking it's... me what you're going to say. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer. Um, I'm going to say it does not come up again. I was like going to say that line. you think it doesn't come up. Yeah, because it's like a throwaway line. It's like that should be the, the, the joke is that's the biggest secret that CC reveals to Jess. I have a motorcycle, but she's much more stressed out the fact that she took a different Jess, Jessica P., to my girl first and then pretended she hadn't seen it, which is actually, I think, a good friend move, sort of. Like, I'm going to pretend. Yeah, I actually, as that was happening, I was uncomfortable. I was like, this is the kind of stuff that you can't unsay. Like, yeah. like don't don't say this now. I, that was making me sad. But I got in trouble because my wife caught me watching, after we watched season one of Mad Men together, watching season two, episode one, after for many months we hadn't watched started season two. She walked in on me, and, like, I think she would have rathered if there would be, like, a woman in there, you know? Well, that's like not she... true, but in terms of what she thinks is realistic, probably. Yeah, it's true, true. She would have been like, well, maybe she would have been like, wow, there's another stupid person out there. I think <laughs> I think that um, just the idea of, like, oh, my God, like, you know, this was supposed to be our thing. Even though my plan, I guess, was probably to pretend like I hadn't seen it when we watched it again, 
I don't know what my plan was for Mad Men. Was I going to binge the whole season and then have to sit there and re-binge when I don't like watching shows twice? I'm not sure, but we'll Well, Netflix is a snitch because this happened Mm -hmm. with the Gentile. Uh, We were watching, like, Great British Bake Off, and then, like, we were watching it again, and it was, like, it had showed that, like, time had continued. And I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, like, I turned on Netflix and it was running. Like, I wasn't watching it. Like, I Yeah, was if he was smart, he would have deleted the history, which I think you could do on Netflix. I don't think, honestly, that he was watching Great British Bake Off, although he was the one who liked watching I mean, we both liked watching it, but I believe him in that instance. But it is a snitch. Netflix can be a snitch. Yeah, but nobody would be like, how come it's starting from the beginning again, though? They, they, you know what I mean? So, like, it's better just to delete it. That's just advice for our listeners out there if they ever that's, cheat on That's what you come here for. Mm-hmm. Advice how to on get how to one over, cheat how on to your partner TV. with watching Netflix. Absolutely. Yeah, we're pro cheating. In just television. on TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, Winston makes this Theodore K. Mullins powerful speech. Mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta know what this was about. There's a big Reddit thread about how great and funny this speech is. Uh, I think it's like Lamorne's a great actor. This didn't do it for me. I agree. It's a little weird. It's like, it, it, right, Nick has two more women come over, and they're sort of fighting over him, and uh, and then he does the, like, the, no, 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 Nick is my lover, and then they both leave and end up being friends. But it's it's a little weird. I uh, agree. Also, it was my least favorite break. moment of a great episode. The girl who's wearing the scarf, who comes out in her pajamas, the unnamed girl, she yes. ha- she breaks laughing, and they cut to her, which is- Oh, really? Choice. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but very Akiva. Saturday's a day for sleeping, and he finishes with cereal. Yes, although ironically, Saturday is the one day I wouldn't have cereal because, like, Shabbat lunch. Why would you have cereal before that? It's a big meal. I mean, I don't even know what you mean. What's Shabbat lunch? Well, we have two big meals: Friday night and and like dinner and Saturday afternoon lunch. Are, that like, Ella really big slaves meals. away and cooks. No, no, Mara Mer is fully in charge of of Shabbat meals. Although okay. Ella, if Ella's like making her own food, like she'll be on like a special, you know, food plan or whatever that week for herself. Like then she will make her completely own food. For something like tofu or whatever. But yeah, in general, my wife makes all the food for that. Okay. But it's a lot. It's like making a Thanksgiving. I mean, there's no turkey. There's no like one center that's like as big as a turkey. But like we have like Thanksgiving meals twice a week, basically. Um, and you're sneaking food and you have Thanksgivings twice a well, week? Well, because like I'm not allowed to have – I used to be allowed to have leftovers willy-nilly. And now there's for some control. reason – for some reason I'm not allowed to. Like I can't – I used to just be able to go and take leftovers and have them for lunch or something. And that was great. Because, like, I don't know Shabbat food, like, leftovers, that's that's better than you're going to get for a normal Monday lunch, you know. But so what's now, the problem? Do you just not want to ask why? I'm not allowed to. Something? I'm banned. Like, I don't know. It's like, well, that's like dinner get, now. Did you get told? Oh, because she needs it for other things. Yeah, she doesn't want to, like, I'm a, I'm a, like, you know, it's cooking for me is like you're a full-time a job. Yeah, exactly. Because also there'll be times, like, we have six people here. There'll be, like, five different meals. You know, this kid doesn't like meat, and this kid is, you know, lactose intolerant, and this, you know, everyone is, everyone's got their own thing that they want. How did parents used to pull that off back in the day where you just, like, only made one thing? My mom used to say, like, when I was a kid, When there was, I like, stew? They only ate stew or something? It's, no, it was, like, you ate what dinner was True. made for you, and that was it. And, like, I was like, yeah, okay, sounds like a drag. Well, you raised me Everything wrong. about then sounds like a drag. <laughs> I mean, no COVID, though. No COVID. Oh, oh, great. I mean, I would rather have, I'd rather have corona than like no indoor plumbing <laughs> well, I, how old do you think my mom is no they're not that old but, I, <laughs> but like 
I mean, there's no internet. Like to, I would like the idea of living in a town without internet. It makes me mad well, every you, day. That's that, your whole life. That's truly your whole life. Yeah, like to me, I'd that, thrive. I would thrive without the internet. You think so? Oh, I know so. I think I would, my would be, life would be ten times better if I didn't have access mm, to the internet. I think there would be no like. I just have nothing left. I mean, you'd have your wife and your beautiful children. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> All right, let's move on before mm-hmm. anyone. Yeah. And I'd have the one in thirteen jets. Um. <laughs> All right, so they go to the 10K. A lot of people wrote, like, what's going on with this run that it took them, like, 100 hours to do? Jake was like, what's up with the timing for the 10K? Yeah, it's like, I- you ever see somebody run the New York City Marathon and, like, the streets technically reopen at night, but in theory you're allowed to continue? Oh, you so think like I'm the- watching the tail end of the marathon? I'm no, it's running. Not on I TV. thought you were going to say we've never run a 10K and it's- it would take us Oh, It's years. not on TV. Of course that's true. But we should do an NGOG 10K that takes like all day. We stop. It's a 10K, but we like stop at like like fun restaurants along the way or something. So it's a bar crawl. Between. It's a bar crawl. <laughs> <laughs> we just walk 10K. We go to kosher this. restaurants. So yeah, come. All right. When COVID opens up, we get our mm-hmm. vaccines. You show up in New York. Me, you, and, Ch- and Chester and our NGOG fan. The Gogger. It's called the Gogger's 10K. It's yeah, the Gogger's 10K, and we'll just do a kosher restaurant crawl. Okay, perfect. If there, if <laughs> there are any it. restaurants left after COVID. There will be. If, if any restaurants are going to survive, it's the kosher ones. No, I think it's the opposite. I think the more sort of niche you are, like the the harder. Well, there's probably. a need. There will be a need. As soon as true, we True, true, true. Might they might have to have new ones open up, but that is true. Um, um I bought a shirt. I told you. I bought a spirit jersey inspired by like the three people who were like, I would do that. I ordered a custom new girl, old guy spirit jersey in the same mm-hmm. color of my old one, uh, hoping I'll get rid of my sorority one if it comes and is as good. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't spend all your money on Renat merch for your loved ones. For, uh, um, for I love them, so I didn't buy them <laughs> Renat merch. Um, I th- yeah. So, but should we sell NGO? Uh, should we sell NGOG merch? Should there be like on my Who face of my job shirt? NGOG stuff. People, people have been asking for it. Oh, people! One person, maybe. I think probably like well, two people. I mean, I don't like know. That. Come out of the woodwork, guys. You want, what? What would it? I mean, I ordered my own. <laughs> Anyone's <laughs> welcome to you know infringe on us. There's no um, my what what besides what my face of my our, job. Yeah, what, what would be our? I things? had something the other day and now I forgot. What about just Gogger? Okay, maybe we could maybe get some. I think NGOG, like an NGOG pocket tee, would be sleek. Mm-hmm. I like a right. sleek look. If if everyone, if anyone knows anything about you, it's that you're sleek. <laughs> um, exactly. I, all right, so they're running the 10k. Uh, it, it's a long scene, not a ton of comedy there, but there is one funny part where Nick sees two women that he also dated, and he said, uh, and and. Uh, they're running together. He's like, shoot, I didn't know that they knew each other. I thought they were just roommates, which is funny. Insane. Um, I do. It, it's sort of the weird moment, right? Where he's like, I had a family emergency. And then he tells the other girl, I didn't tell you about Willow because the moment we had was so beautiful and tense. I thought you're the only we were the only people on the planet. What's weird about that? It's sort of recognizing that he knew about Willow. So, like. I don't know how Megan buys this, even as, as someone who's bought many of false lies that men were selling. Even for me, this doesn't hold up. I agree. But also, like, Nick, similar to just running into the van, like, he can be a cartoon character if they need him to be, you know? For sure. For sure. And the, there the he real is. story like here, though, dumb. is that this is is that Jess sees that uh, Schmidt is wearing a CCC run shirt. And realizes in just the fact alone that CC thought that shirt was funny, that CC is in love with Schmidt. 
What a or read. Or genuinely likes him. A lasher in Among Us level read. Oh, wow. Taryn Armstrong over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't played Among Us in a really long time in a traditional way. Should we go play a public game right after this? Sure. Okay. Um, all right. So let's move on quickly. We have a lot of stuff to cover today. Okay, so, let's go. Um, so yeah, that's sort of it. I mean, anything else really? Oh, Justin Ramsey says, FYI, David Wayne directed this episode and makes a cameo as the runner who says he was peeing while he ran past Justin Cece. Ah, that's okay. I was wondering why that's in there. That's weird that he like wrote himself in. But all right, God bless him. I, I mean, you would do it. I would do it. I mean, I probably also wouldn't become a famous director. Probably. <laughs> you probably <laughs> wouldn't. I mean, um, if I, yeah, if I choose to, chose to become a famous director, maybe I'd write myself in. <laughs> I dropped the ball a few weeks ago. I, I was sort of like looking at the names of the writers and the directors, and there aren't a ton of like famous notable writers. But we, but uh, Lynn Shelton, who, uh, who recently passed, who was like a very big like indie movie person, and I guess probably paid the bills with some you know directing a sitcom or two every year, uh, directed Injured. I uh, she, aspire to look that stuff up. I really do. Mm-hmm. But do you know about her at all? Have you ever heard of her? No, of course not. Like she that, was, that's not what people are here for. She was uh, like dating Mark Maron when she died. Also, Kelly would know this. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Kelly would know it. But yeah, she uh, she was she directed. I'm trying to think what you would have seen that she directed. Uh, Your sister's sister. You probably you know these are very small movies. I saw them, but you didn't see it. Laggies was very good. I thought Laggies was actually uh, really Kira Knightley, Chloe uh, Grace Moretz. People should watch Laggies. Uh, people are asking for a War Dogs update. Have you seen War Dogs yet? No, Mike has it on the list. We have not started. Oh, but you're gonna hang out with bubble. him, right? You're gonna now. Yeah, you're, you're gonna know, you're gonna knock that off the list. Forming our winter quarantine bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll get to it. Okay. Um, Dirk wants to know which new girl. Dirk actually wrote in a number of questions, and I don't know if this is an alias based on the character or a person. Um, but well, it's a person. But um, he wrote in a number of interesting questions. I'm going to ask like one a week because they're sort of for any time. Uh, which new girl characters will do the best in social strategy games, speaking of Among Us, such as Survivor and Big Brother? Do you think any of these people are reality TV material? I think CeCe could be good. Um, I think Schmidt would be a very funny like early boot. He'd have like a very funny story He's arc. He's Big Brother. He's manipulative. Yeah. He's cleaning the house. He's yelling at people. Like, he's big brother to me. I think Winston would be good. Not necessarily a winner, but he'd be good. Uh, Nick has some winner potential. I think Jess should not be cast on a reality show. Yeah, I don't think Jess would be there. And Nick, I don't think, has winner potential. He's not an athlete. He's not a leader. He's not a... I think I mean, Nick and Jess are off the roster. I think Winston okay, Schmidt. Yeah, I don't. I think they Nick CC. probably doesn't get cast unless he's like the straight man. But he's not like good looking enough in in that sort of all American way. All right, let's get to our many segments. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kiwi Guide. Kel, I, I, you asked your own. I have nothing from this week of like what do you think is going to happen unless you have anyone you want to talk about. No, I, I think we discussed it already. Nothing. Kelly no. says, "Who won the episode for me, Winston?" Hmm. Uh, who won the episode? I, this is tough. I don't think Jess has a Hall of Fame episode. I don't think, even though Cece is incredibly uh, intricate to the plot, I don't think she hits a lot of home runs. The Winston thing, I, he the actor is great. Lamorne's great, but I don't think Winston himself wins the episode. Nick is really, really good, but I don't think Schmidt does anything other than hit home runs when he's on screen. 
So I think you give it to Schmidt or Nick, but I'm going to give it to Schmidt. Just I think I think like the celebrate me line is so great. No, this, I, you know what? I'm giving it to Nick. I'm giving it to Nick. I'm overthinking it. It's Nick. This is cheating. I'm, I'm saying it's an ensemble win. It's a good episode, but I don't think anybody wins on their own. Okay. I think it's, by the way, I think this is a very good episode. I think this is one of the three or four best episodes for sure. It's a good episode. Um, I just can't give Nick the win on like being funny about scamming on 21-year-olds. Like, it's mm-hmm. just something yeah, that doesn't Fair say. enough, fair enough. I'm not above it. I enjoyed the episode. All right, like, we remove him from the win, and we get and we give it to we give it to Schmidt, who is incredibly oh, Schmidt, racist. No, no, no. I'm time. just saying, fair. like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I, I laugh at the episode. I am who I am. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't celebrate any individual participants. Okay. Uh, ready for your minute and four-second Garner minute. You got four seconds from last week. Oh, I forgot that there was extra time on the Garner Minute. Well, maybe you could take a Do breath Do you think anybody time. made the recipe I talked about last week and sent it in? I mean, I might at some point, but I, I probably not. Well, I don't All even right, remember so what the minute. recipe was. It was for a pie. Thick pies save lives. I am going to start the clock for a minute, four seconds. Feel free to breathe. Wait, I think wait it's okay let's talk for one off. second. Let's talk for one second. Okay. Okay, let's just talk can we for do one, one more? Can we do one more segment before the Garner Minute, actually? Yeah, absolutely. Um, John John wrote to us. The oh, great John John. What up, John John? What did he have to say? He said there was a recent episode of Celebrity IOU with Zooey, a special guest, who gave back to her best. So I think this is like an HGTV show. Yes, this is the Property Brothers. John lo- John yes. John loves uh, HGTV. And that's Zoe Deschanel's boyfriend. One of the uh, one Property Brother mm-hmm. is her boyfriend, and. Uh, she gave back to her best friend, and the episode also sees the romance with her new boyfriend, Jonathan Scott, at this point, not so new, and maybe we could do a special recap. So John John's throwing that in as one of the things we should cover if we want to do a special episode. I'm open to that. Okay. All right. You're ready for the Garner Minute. Okay. Well, could you actually respond to the segment that you wanted to do? Just would you be interested in covering that? Zoe episode as one of our okay so one of my ideas for like what we could do uh between seasons even if it's just one episode per season is like take a look at a project from one of the core five so like maybe that would be Zoe's and maybe we could do a Lamorne thing and we can do a Jake Johnson thing okay I I prefer to do something completely unrelated okay fine I'm open to I'm open to this I don't know maybe actually good idea no that's an actually good idea all right, let's get to the Gardner Minute 4. Are you ready? Yes. Don't choke like the Jets. Here we go. Let's go. All right, so this week or today, <laughs> Jennifer Garner is celebrating the 20th anniversary to the day of a beloved uh, Jennifer Garner flick. Whoa. Do you want to guess the movie? No, no time. Dude, where's my car? Jennifer oh. Garner is celebrating the 20th anniversary of Dude, Where where's my car? Tagging her beautiful friend, who played her twin, uh, Marla Sokoloff. Um, that's it. Those are the, That's the only person she tagged. And I will... Well, it's a picture of the two of them. And I will say, if you're Marla Sokoloff and you're getting tagged by Jay Garns, that's pretty good. You know? I think you're doing pretty well. Because usually it's the opposite. Usually it's right, like the wanna, clout chasers. Like is that Marla it? You want to reserve your time? Tagging... No, I'm keeping... I'm going. Oh wait, am I am I done? Sixty four. Yeah, no, seconds no, up? good. That's good. No, you're doing uh, great. Uh, Marla Sokolov also posted a few days ago, um, but she did not like thirst and and really tag them. But it was uh, a picture of her, Garns Kutcher, and Sean William Scott from Dude Where's My Car. All right. <laughs> 
I was gonna right. I was gonna tell no, you that no, I saw no, that movie no, in the I'm theater, so but I'm not gonna say I'm it. I'm so sorry, Akiva. Yep. Yep. I, you borrowed one second against okay. last week for right. slipping it in. Fifty nine seconds. Fifty nine seconds in the clock for okay, next fine. week. Let me note that down. That was a great Garner minute. I think we're really hitting our stride with it. Mm-hmm. I, I maybe purred happily a little, so I'll give you the full minute back because I did interrupt. Um, mm-hmm. Are you not allowed to talk during the Garner Minute? Yeah, no, no, I think we're still figuring it out. I think I should give you a I think you like, could talk. Response. No, I think you could yeah, talk. I I, no, okay. I'll lose the second. But I week. shouldn't be like, are you done? You know, true, you true, tell true. me when you're done. So Maybe give, give me a 10-minute warning. Can I get a 10-second warning next time? No. I think it's fun when it ends, but I won't okay, do fine. that to you. So I'll give you the full minute fine. for next time. Maybe I'll put up a clock for myself. No, no, it's no. I like. I, also think I like, like the energy. I love weeks. how you come in. You come into the Garner Minute with the most energy that you have in maybe any podcast. True. I full disclosure. Uh, I didn't do any prep this week for the Garner Minute, so I really was just like looking up her Instagram page right before. I you did. Don't tell people that you did great. I usually do prep, but I forgot. But then uh, I, I wish I could tell you more about the about about the post, but I'm not allowed to. Uh, also, like I feel well, like. Some weeks yeah. I'm up and you're down. This week, like, I'm very down, especially about sports. While we're talking, Northwestern just demolished Michigan State in basketball. I Top just got team. a text from a, a, a sort of friend of ours and you, and I had no idea what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, their biggest regular season basketball win in over okay, 40 years. Well, I just got the news from uh, the same person that told me Michigan went blue in the election just told me that, and you won. Equally important news, you said. Sorry? Nothing. Equally um, important news. Yeah, I mean, you know, in certain circles. Um, I, you know, can I, can I say something to you, Akiva? Please. I love doing the podcast with you. You know, I tell you often, you're like, I, you've seeped into my life. I know. You are my real friend, despite oh, the friend. internet weirdness. Mm-hmm. However. Oh no. There's a but. I don't, you know what I don't love? What? When you make a funny joke and then I say what? Cause I don't hear you. And then you refuse to repeat well, it. I, and it's okay. like. I hear what you're Allow saying. Allow me to respond because then I have to listen and I, I hear I hear this what great you're saying, joke. but like it's awkward to maybe I should speak louder or maybe you should speak louder. Maybe you have like uh, old Jewish lady hearing. I don't know. Well, I think- no, I think I need to be quiet more <laughs> and you need to speak. You up. can't hear over your own yelling. Is that what you're saying? But like, I think honestly, that- I had to mute myself so that I could hear thick pies save lives on the podcast. That was an edit. But I, I it's, it's not that I'm trying to be annoying. It's that it's very hard to like repeat your own joke. Do you know what I mean? Like it's hard to get yourself to do that. And no, it's like it's just it's you say it quietly. On I purpose. hear you. I know, but that's and like a funny, comedy. But thing. it's like I don't get to respond. Mm-hmm. Doctor Amanda Rabinowitz messaged me. was like, oh, when Akiva said this, and it's like I didn't hear him. I said what, but I legitimately didn't hear him. It's not like I'm like, oh, that's a, inappropriate, or I'm a gas. You know, it's like I can't hear you, so I can't play off of you if I can't hear you. I hear you. So All I right. need to be quiet. No it's not intended. just on you. We need to work together. We'll work on it. We have a hundred something episodes to work this out. Well, so an anonymous listener, you know. Oh, no. Sh- t- say your name, coward, was worried about you in episode 15 and that I berated you and was so horrible and I'm so mean to you. And I was like, Keeb's life is fine. I hear worse things every day. Trust me. <laughs> they get yelled at me. I, I literally don't even like they bounce off me. Sometimes I don't even hear them. I could say it. I, you know, we're friends. It's OK. Mm hmm. Um, Maybe I, that's why I'm claiming your friendship now. So that I now you could further insult me. Okay. Um, do I have, don't insult you. If I, I'm punching. I said this to you. I'm punching ridiculous. down. No, it's not I, true. It's not especially not on this show where up. it's your sh- like you're the host. Up. Put a poll. I would love you to host. No, but I'm not a good. I'm not a host. I would never host. I'm not a host. 
I'm not a host either. That's the whole bit. We wait for guests to come and host. That's true. But like, I'm I'm really never the host. Like, 32 fans. I started that show. Like, Chester hosts it. Speaking of guests, mm-hmm. we had a little kerfuffle. Oh, we did it. it was, kerfuffle's the right word. Yes. Robbie was nonplussed. I'll say. Also, a good word. Yeah. I never used that. Is that correct? I think so. I, I, someone gets mad about the use of nonplus. I think maybe Alex. He wasn't impressed. How about that? Okay. With our bit of going to the wheel, to that I said, grow up. Mm-hmm. The wheel has spoken. Crazy Kurt that Kirsten Nath- doesn't sell shirts that say grow up. I think people would buy those. She's wor- she might be working on yeah, it. Yeah, Kirsten, uh, sell those stay shirts. Tuned. Stay tuned. Also, that happened, that happened on Renap. So we, I do technically own the rights to that, Kirsten, but I will license them to you for oh, one Oh, really? For well, one someone who's selling Seeds Baby merchandise that originated <laughs> no, on the No, it has nothing to do with me. I don't think I have anything to do with those that. Those in glass crazy. marketing shouldn't be throwing stones. <laughs> <laughs> glass marketing deals shouldn't Jordan be throwing stuff. stones. I just want um, a free one. Okay. Uh, I'm sure she'll get, I'll buy you one. I'm happy to buy you one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, I just got a FaceTime on the podcast. It threw me off. All right. You want to answer? So, no, I didn't answer. Okay. I saw my friend who's Zoom baby shower I just attended today. Ooh, that sounds brutal. No offense to your friend or the baby. It was a nice, it was a tight hour. hour. They did a lot of activities. Like they kept it moving. Did you have to like send them a gift? I did send them a gift, but I didn't have to send them a gift. I'm just saying, like, but it stresses me out because, like, you have to send it before they ha- – like, normally if you're going to a baby shower, you could, like, go that morning and get think of a present or something. But here it's, like, days in advance you had to think of a present. No, no, no. They're, they're Jewish. It's it's sort of interesting that I had a baby shower. Oh, so nobody like, gave presents, you're saying? The, I called him and I Can said – Can you explain what that means by they're Jewish? Because I know what you yes. mean, but nobody knows what you mean. So so Jews – I mean, you, you tell me if this is right. My understanding is Jews are very superstitious. They don't do baby showers. They don't do anything for the baby prior to the baby being born. And then once the baby is born, people send gifts. Non-Orthodox – actually, I don't know what Orthodox Jews do, but, like, Jews like me will – you know, sometimes have all gifts sent to their mother-in-law's house or their mother's house and keep it there. Some people don't care and just have gifts. Some people right. just don't open them. We didn't know like, if we were having a boy or a girl in any of our four kids beforehand, which right. some people do. We just didn't We didn't girl. want to find out. So, like, it's, it's – so I call – so he's having a shower. It, it, it's a – it's a, they're having a shower. And um, so I called my friend and I said, I'm sending you a gift. Like I want, like I didn't even know that that was a part of the shower thing. I didn't even see their registry, so I was like, I want to know where you're registered, or should I do whatever? Are you accepting gifts now, or do you want me to wait till the baby's born? I just said we're close enough friends. I just asked that, and he said we're registered here and we're accepting gifts, but we're not opening them. I said okay. So that so you have plenty of time. I don't feel like you have to get your gift in. Okay, for the fine. Day no, but my shower. my fear, like, and that's why I wouldn't have friends like that. Um, with baby showers, it's like that you'd have to give them a present right then and like three days. Beforehand. I think that's a new trend. Also, no, but even in weddings, you have a year like that's sort of like an old. I had a friend who had a bridal shower, and I think I ended up ordering her gift like two days before their actual shower. Like she didn't have it at the shower; they weren't opening gifts there. That's fine. So yeah, the you could Zoom actually buys you gift time. Absolutely, yeah, that makes sense. So you just played baby sensible. games. Oh, we actually submitted baby pictures, and I have a very funny baby picture that I submitted. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll tweet it out with the um, with the episode. But I have a picture of me, like, squirming around, like, crying, because my mom's friend is in, like, my parents' friend is in, like, a budget knockoff Big Bird suit from, like, Party City. And Sounds is holding scary. Me. 
it's terrifying <laughs> and it's like very my friend I submitted it my friend was like I'm dying at this I'm like yeah I know it's a good one all right enough about that so you're not mad at me so the anonymous listener can rest not. easy mm-hmm. okay great um Elizabeth Berry new segment suggestion you ready for this I am I am Allie I really appreciated the love and dating advice on the pod I'd greatly enjoy a segment each episode maybe every other, every five episodes, where Allie gives love advice to a listener or spouts general love advice as though I could limit it. I just, I do what I do. I personally have a situation I'd love your advice on currently and would be happily submit for advice. She gave her Twitter handle. Also, if this becomes a thing, can I get credit? Producer seems a bit too much. Maybe NGOG contributor. I think the segment could be called Lash's Love Advice or Lash's Love Bits. Trying to come up with a solid Lash's Love Bits is a, a terrible name. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. What do you think, Akeem? Are we going to slowly transition this into into being a, a single woman with no prospects gives dating advice? Um, <laughs> I was going to make a joke that you were going to have to bleep out, so I'm not going to say Go ahead, it. make it. Make it. No, you're going to have to bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bleep it out. Um, I think we should get to the uh, title of next week's episode. <laughs> Oh, do, oh, wait, are I we getting a love Elizabeth. question right now? Are you getting a relationship question, or is this like a... I wrote to Elizabeth, and I said, please submit your situation. This was about an hour ago. Okay. She wrote a lot of information, so I can't read it yet to determine if it's worth talking about. Not worth talking about. Right, so we'll talk like, we'll, TBD for next week. If you want to submit your questions via the question link that mm-hmm. I tweet out at Lash, at Lash Tweets, and Akiva sometimes retweets it if he could be bothered. If you want... You know, we're trying to record on Sundays. We'll see how this works for Akiva moving forward. If you want us to respond to a dating query, send it to us. We're not going to reserve a whole time in the show for it, but if something feels appropriate or we could weigh in on it or the episode's a little light, we'll pull from your experiences. We'll talk about it. What do we care? What do you think of that? No, I'm yeah, let's try it. Okay, on that note, no five-star reviews because people hate us now. Just they so hate us. Know. Yeah, they're haters. They hate us because they ain't us. Is that true? No, we got a four-star review, but no bio. Like, so I see, so I know the reviews by heart. And I see, you know, you can see when the the review comes in before you can read it. So mm-hmm. you see the rating. So then you never know, okay, maybe they didn't write a review. Maybe it's just the rating. And I wait. So I see, okay, it's a four-star review. And I wait. I'm like, when am I going to feel bad about myself? When am I going to feel bad about myself? The review didn't come. And then I get mad. I'm like, face me, coward. Tell me what you didn't like. What can we change? But you know what? I actually prefer not to get a description if it's a negative review. I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. So thank you to that person for sparing us. If you like what you hear, you know, we're here. We're here putting it out. We don't care. But we love that you like it if you like it. You can go to anchor.fm slash new girl old guy and subscribe on itunes or wherever else your podcasts are received by you um we really appreciate the ratings they do make my day when i read them you can see i'm a psycho i like really look for them episode 20 i don't have the episode title i have to pull it up and that's because we won't be back next week oh we started talking about the wheel that's what i want to talk about so robbie was upset understandably grace did though accept her spot next week for episode 20. But due to the holidays, we actually will be back in two weeks. Why well, don't so, celebrate the holidays? So let's, let, you know. 
Well, Grace does though. That we we honestly got hoisted by our own petard on that one because ah, fair enough. we okay. traded a Jew for a Gentile, and now we ended up. So Robbie gets the last yeah. lap. Really, well, look, Grace, I got Grace has some some Jewish energy. I have to say, we'll take her on the team. <laughs> no, well, she's busy, so okay. maybe we'll have. A, I I just want to hedge. Maybe we'll figure out a way to record. I think we are going to skip the holiday week. So, this yeah, will no come out on the twenty third. This will come out the twenty third. We will not have an episode on the 30th. That's New Year's Probably. Eve anyway, like coming up. And we will be back on January 6th with a hot episode coverage of New Girl episode 19. I mean, of episode 20 now in 2021. So, we, Akiva, we're not going to release another podcast until 2021. Probably. I think you should bring your mic just in case. No, no. I think we should, I think we should just take a breath and we should skip. Fine. Enjoy sold. ourselves. Okay, fine. Sold. Well, because Grace, this is personal to her, but she's already out. She can't do this much. Oh, okay. So you're saying it's a, it's a Grace. And then it's, it's Christmas weekend. You're not blaming yourself. It's a Grace issue. No, okay. no. But then but then it's like, but then I don't want to have to do it next week. So it's sort of like, it doesn't work for us. And you know what? I don't want to force it. I want to have fun. And bring your mic just it. in case. You could always decide not, not to <laughs> I'll podcast. be bringing it for the challenge. But I'm, I, am, oh. I will not be back. Oh. I will not be back until January 6th. Okay. That's fine. Um, now here's one more episode. We'll not be back from where until January 6th? I'm sorry. Oh, you mean that this? Oh, I see. Oh, so we're oh, okay. If we get to, you mean skipping the thirtieth, come back the sixth. I got it. Correct. Okay, that's fine. Okay, we have one more wheel to spin. All right, spin that wheel. What are we spinning? Because Robbie, so so you we have to work this out. You didn't love this, so now Robbie's bumped from his episode, which was this episode twenty. Mm-hmm. And the whole point was that he wanted to talk about this game, which I'm not familiar with, called True American. Right, but it doesn't matter. He's bumped. And Grace wanted to as well, and Chester wanted to. So we had three. This is the first time where three people specifically wanted to talk about a certain episode. We handled it with the mature, rational way. We put it on a wheel. Mm -hmm. Then Robbie, though, bumped from his episode. The real episode that Robbie wanted to do is another time that the game we already know. You already know that's a recurring thing appears, which is the episode in season two that Puya is already claimed for his second episode. Right. So it, I think it's only fair that Robbie be allowed to challenge the episode at being bumped from his episode. He then should be able to challenge the episode that he first asked for. And we said, no, sorry, it's taken because we didn't pay him the same respect. Mm -hmm. So we now have to put Robbie and Puya on a wheel for that episode in season two. And then this will be handled that if Robbie loses that, he will get a spot in Grace's where Grace originally was, which is sort of the late 20. He'll get any other episode in season one that he wants okay, after fine. Grace's episode. And so we'll Julia, end up coming up much earlier and basically winning this if he loses it. Well, no, it'll just be one week after he was supposed to come. He was supposed to come. I know, but but if he wins this, he's not showing up for months and months and months. Right, correct. And then Puya, if Puya loses, because I think we should state the terms. I think that was the issue with sort of the, deciding to do it on the win. Mm -hmm. We will not have a constitution like Renap. Puya... We'll get the option to either say, screw it, I don't want to come on a second time. Mm -hmm. He might or cancel he us. Will, he will get the the Grace episode block that he's entitled to if he wants. Mm -hmm. Or he can he could just pick another episode. He'll pick, an, I think, pick another episode is what he should do, yeah. Okay, well, he gets to decide. Okay. So I'm going to make a wheel. I don't think we should have a host choice. I think we should truly leave it to the wheel. Okay, fine. Oh, it's still stored from last time, so I'll leave Robbie from here. Or do you want a, do you want a host pick? No, I don't want no, I don't want that pressure. Should we do a spin again? 
Yeah, you can do spin again. That's good. I like spin again. Spin again should be on the nap wheel. That's a good. I can't believe I didn't think of that in the hundred twelve. <laughs> you feel free to use it. You use everything else I come oh, up with. Oh no, 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 no! Now I can't. Should I do? Should we do spin again? Um, but that means you spin it next week for the Puyin Robbie thing. Spin again. All right, no, let's. Spin again makes me laugh. That's funny. Okay, we suggested a wrap. I like. I like sharing. Okay, so mm-hmm. round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Okay, spin again. Spin again. I think Rob's going to say that spin again is stupid. I think he's not going to like it. Who's going to say that? Rob. Now it won't well, come no, up now much we remove if there's it. 25 once, spots. Once spin again. Ha- no, honestly, I think it's fun. Now spin again's off the wheel. Mm-hmm. And we spin again. Puya Robbie. Puya Robbie. 50-50. Here we go. Spin, spin, spin. Oh, Puya won. I'm so sorry, Robbie. <laughs> well, that's better Brian for Robbie. Knows. I think Robbie will... Robbie will now be able to come on earlier. He gets earlier in the earlier. rotation, yeah. sort of opens opens the more doors for it. I'm taking a picture so Robbie believes me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had no vested interest. In that. Honestly, I was sort of rooting for Robbie because I felt bad about what happened. Here's the narrow. Robbie also frequents a sequester player, uh, often screwed by the wheel. When you and I played with him, he got that's right. He got bo- he got wheeled out. So, all right. So, Puya gets to keep his spot. Robbie will join us after Grace. We will be back January 6th with the great Grace to cover uh, episode 20, Normal Akiva. What do you have for that? Ooh, that's hard. What it, what could normal be? I'm going to say uh, Winston is on a quest to be just be normal. He doesn't want to be... Uh, de- What's it called? Daddy Poppins? What'd they call him in this episode? Nanny Poppins. Nanny Poppins. He's, Winston's trying to be normal. Or he's going to go full Poppins. Yeah, full Poppins. No, he's going to try and be normal next episode. Okay. I do want you to know that you have the ultimate clue of what happens in this episode. Well, they and talk, you didn't say it. They talked about normal. Oh, like going back. Oh, so it's it's like Cece and Schmidt dating as no, normal. No, no. Why does everybody want to be on this episode? Oh, True American. <laughs> that's an no but i think you're good you could still be exactly what you yeah said. i don't i forgot that next week was true was true american all right so check 420 check time out. check check me out on the challenger hop up with brian cohen we had a great guest mari last week We're having a lot of fun there mm-hmm. not too late to get in on that rob is website.com slash challenge itunes um you can follow me at last tweets you can follow akiva at key of 26 you can see uh, Keeve probably very devastated about football this week on the patron. Uh, I'm sorry, on 32 fans. Uh, this week you had the great Liana Boris on Renap. Yep. I think doing the Renap bot idea. Yes. That also a video episode. Thing. If people want to see video Renap, rare video Renap. Uh, oh, that, everyone's clamoring to see Akiva. That is up. Uh, yeah, me, <laughs> uh, the side of my face as I'm like barely in the picture. Um, <laughs> and we're like me eating the mic. That and then is... you had a great patron episode with um, my favorite co-host, Jared Jerome, ranking what I... Th- and, and tell me if this was wrong. No, that ranking... ended up being the main feed episode, but yes. Okay, so you did a main feed episode about previewing the next decade of the NBA. Yes, basically. We we you predicted... We, we sort of did a fantasy draft for like who would be the best players in the NBA for the next 10 years. So from 2020 to 2030, like high schoolers were drafted, guys in college were drafted. It was very fun. People liked it. I'm afraid to ask what what the um, patron episode was, if that got No, it was the normal episode, which was just football picks, was the patron episode. All we, right, we great. It. Check that out. Uh, great stuff happening there with Alexander Chester. We'll be back next week. I'm sorry. We'll be back in 2020 at Kiva. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year, friend. 
happy and healthy. Uh, in the new year is fifty is fifty seven eighty one. I know. Well, look, we can use a refresh here. Fair enough. Although we All said right. on the show that like our new year was starting in September, have things gotten better? Uh, well, we'll see you in next September. Merry Christmas to all celebrating. Happy holidays. Happy and healthy, safe new year. We'll be back in 2021 Festivus. with episode 20. Can you imagine if we had timed this where episode 21 would have been the first one in 2021? Gosh, damn it. Darn it. I feel like we've had this conversation before. Definitely didn't. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll have it again. All right. Bye, bye. kids. Bye. My pet and my dog, my pet and my dog, my pet and my dog.